Good morning, happy Friday. It's time for another balcony talk. It's been a while. Um, I was just thinking this morning because like we were we're in California not too long ago. There's these wildfires over there. It's looking pretty crazy, as you all you all know, right? And then um, Gavin Newsom and President Obama and a bunch of other people, but you know the the governor of California and former president comes out and says. This is about climate change and we need to fix climate change. So I don't think that's true. I don't think that's true. I think it's about, from what I've you know, heard, and I'm no expert on this, it's, it's as much about forest mismanagement as anything. Um, but let's just assume for a minute that it is climate change related. Like all of a sudden it got like, you know, how bad is this climate change? Did it get it like one degree Fahrenheit? hotter, like two, 10, like, what are we talking about? Right. And so is that the reason that, that, because there, there was a drought, but then there hasn't been a drought for a while. Right. Am I wrong about that? So anyway, let's assume that it's climate change related, that, that that's the reason why. Right. And so what do we need to do then? What, what is the argument that we need to do? We need to lower carbon emissions so that what, like, we're not talking about reversing climate change, right? The, the, the people that are like, oh shit, we need to lower carbon emissions, all that stuff. They're about like over the next hundred years, we're going to sort of slow down the rise in temperature. Isn't that the argument? Or am I wrong about that? So basically what I hear them saying is like, too bad about the forests. We can't do shit about that, right? Even if we do everything right, according to these people, with regards to climate change, the forest would still keep burning. Am I wrong about this? Like, how is that a strategy to manage the forests, right? And if it's not a a strategy to manage the forests, then like, what the fuck does that have to do with the fires at all? Like, logically, it it doesn't make sense to me. Like, Like, are we just like, you know, throwing our arms up and just in despair being like, shit, they're sorry, there's nothing we can do about these fires? Or would you would you think that there is something that we can do about these fires? Is, is California the only place in the world where this is a thing? Or have other places in the world within the U.S. or outside of the U.S. figured out how to handle this type of situation? You would th- I mean, I was in Arizona a couple of years ago. And we drove up to see the Grand Canyon on the way. We saw all these small fires in the forest, right? So they're doing controlled burning all the time. And my friends were telling me that live in Arizona. They were telling me that, that yeah, that's, that's what they do is that they, they, like, they're constantly burning off things in controlled ways so, so as to avoid these huge fires, right? I mean, that's what you do. You burn off all the things that before they, they become like there's too much of it to be so it becomes super combustible right like all the leaves all the things that fall to the ground like normally you would like in historic times right you had lightning would set shit on fire like this stuff would happen and now we're we're trying to prevent fires too much and so we don't let it actually burn when it needs to burn and then it just makes the problem worse it seems like that is the case right that that seems like that would at least be part of the problem so anyway, the, the thing, the, the, the key part here is about thinking through the logic of it, right? Even if it's climate change, what is your proposed solution to it? And does that actually affect the problem? And I don't see that it does. 
I don't see that it helps us anything right now. So regardless of whether it has to do with climate change or not, we need to figure out how to avoid these fucking fires, right? We need to solve that problem. And like humans are smart. Humans are fucking smart. I'm sure we can figure something out. I'm sure if we really put our our you know energy towards it, we can figure it out. But if we just put all our effort into saying, oh, climate change, nothing we can do about it other than like lower CO2 emissions and like pray, then no, we're not going to solve it, right? You have to, you have to understand, you have to analyze the problem correctly in order to solve it. You have to understand why the problem exists in order to solve it. You have to look at it as it is. Uh, in order to solve it. You have to be in fucking reality, right? You have to be in reality about shit if you want to solve it. If you want to just, you know, abuse the situation and use it to grab more power, then you would want to do what Gavin Newsom and Obama are doing, right? And this is this seems to be the pattern of the people that want power, that want power over you and me. They like these invisible enemies, right? Climate change, you can't see it, right? You can't really see it. Like no one's really feeling the climate change, right? We we're told that these, you know, storms and fires and all that stuff is evidence of climate change, but that's not really clear. It's not really clear that that is the case, right? So we it's kind of this like monster invisible monster enemy which is really helpful. Because it's hard to prove and it's hard to disprove. And so it's like it becomes the excuse. If you just keep people confused and fearful enough and like you put enough sort of experts up and say, yeah, experts say, climate scientists say, right? Medical experts say. If you have enough of those, then you can convince, you can con the majority of the people into thinking that that shit is actually true, whether or not it is whether or not it is true right so they the like climate change is phenomenal for this right you can't really see it you can't really agree on how to measure it it's actually really hard to measure just like something as basic as the temperature on the planet it's really hard to measure um uh like you know just being like average temperature like you have measuring sta- stations in certain places how well are they calibrated what happens when when urbanization happens around a measuring station, because we know that urban air environments raise the temperature, right? Like, do you measure it by a satellite? Well, like, what's the math behind that? It's not, it's, it's not super easy. Like, these things are not simple and straightforward. Um, so climate change is one. Uh, systemic racism is another, right? How do you measure it? How do we know if it's getting better or worse, right? You claim it's there, and then you can... cognitive bias kicks in right and you're like oh that's because of systemic racism well what's your chain of causality around this how do you prove that how do you measure it how do we know if our interventions are making things better how do we know if we can't measure how would we know if they're making things better or worse because that's a pattern that we see over and over again the government intervenes to make stuff better and it ends up making things worse right in the U.S., we've had a war on poverty for decades, spent trillions of dollars. Did we eradicate poverty? I don't think so. I don't think so. So we know that interventions tend to not work. So the least we can do is make sure that we have ways to measure it. 
systemic racism, it's not clearly defined. We're not talking about institutional racism where there are laws that are racist. Those are illegal. Clear. End of story, right? We're not talking about the fact that history has consequences. There has been racism in the past, and that has consequences today. That's clear. No one's arguing that point, right? That's, we're not talking about that. We're not talking about individual acts of racism. There are obviously individuals who are racist and who do racist things. No one's arguing that, right? That, every, everybody agrees on that. No, we're talking about this concept of systemic racism, which does not have a clear definition. And even the definitions that exist are not ones that allow you to measure things. You can't measure it. So again, it's one of those invisible enemies that you can use as an excuse to have more power and more control and do things that sound good you know, on the surface, but actually are harmful underneath, whether or not that's intentional. I believe that a lot of the times it is intentional. And a lot of the time, the time it's just unintentional because most people are kind of dumb. Most people, most people that are elected officials are not super smart. They're good at getting elected. They're not good at actually solving problems or governing, right? Because that's not what they're hired based on. That's not the hiring criteria is not who's better at governing. The hiring criteria is who's better at getting elected, right? So obviously that's what we're selecting for. Um, and the other one, obviously the, the coronavirus, the pandemic, right? You can't see it. Um, it's invisible, right? And we have all these tests that prove all these positive cases and there's been stories out about how those tests are deliberately skewing towards more uh, positives because there's money in this shit, right? There's money in this stuff and there's money in, you know, vaccines, in, in remedies, in selling masks, in, in like, you know, uh, business moving online and small businesses getting destroyed. Like, you know, Apple, you know, Apple and Amazon has doubled. I own a ton of Amazon stock. So I'm like, I made a lot of money on this pandemic. And, um, but I'd rather not, honestly, I'd rather, I'd rather that we didn't shut down the economy for this invisible enemy that kills relatively few people. Right. Um, at least, and especially now, like it's, it's, it seems like it's burned through the, the, the vulnerable, the vulnerable population. And now like there's almost no one's dying in New York is like, you know, you know, less than 10 a day in the entire state, which is not a lot. Like a lot of people die every single day in society. It's a big, it's a big country. It's a big state. So, um, uh, I know it's windy out here. I hope that you guys can hear me despite So. The point here is that the, the people that like power love these invisible enemies. Climate change, systemic racism, pandemic. I'm sure there are others that I'm not thinking of right now. But just be mind, be aware of that. Let's ask for evidence. Let's ask how we measure this. Let's ask for what is your proposed intervention and what is your, like, what is your logic argument for how this is going to work, how this is going to actually have the effect that you claim it will. Like what, what specific effect do you claim it's going to have? And what is your reason? What is your reason? Let's check your, let's check your data. Let's check your logic, right? Um, and if it fails, then 
like we're gonna we're gonna have to hold you accountable to that, right? So um, yeah, yeah, that's that's um, something to keep an eye out for, guys. Something like don't trust shit blindly. Like check the math, right? Remember, people who work in media are generally not very smart. Journalists are not scientists. They're not engineers. They're not generally super duper smart people. Um, they're good at, at you know, I, I don't know what they're good at. I'm sure they're good at something, right? But don't don't trust that they know what they're talking about. The vast majority of people in society just don't know what the fuck they're talking about. They really don't. They really don't. So you and I have to do our own thinking, check the math, check their data, check the logic, think for yourself. I don't need you to agree with me. I don't need you to do anything, but but I would encourage you to think for yourself. I'd encourage you to check. Journalists are not the smartest people. They're not logic thinkers, generally. Politicians are not, right? They're not good logic thinkers. Um, most people are not, most people are not. So my whole thing is taking engineering thinking, right? Which is shit doesn't lie. The code runs or it doesn't, right? Like the facts on the ground don't fucking lie. Your intervention works or it doesn't. Let's check, let's test it, see if it works. If it doesn't work, let's fucking scrap it, right? Entrepreneurial, right? You can get a lot of shit done when you're smart, when you're, when you're creative, when you're, like, how can we do this with limited resources, right? The easy thing is to just throw money at the project problem, like like the war on on poverty, right? We're just throwing money at it, but it doesn't actually work. It feels good, but it doesn't get the job done. That's not what entrepreneurs do. Entrepreneurs figure out, like, how do we get from here to there with the resources that we have? What favors can we pull in? What clever things can we come up with, right? We need more of that. The government, government is not going to be good at that shit. Like, why do we trust government to do? Nobody trusts government, and yet we give government more and more power, right? Why do we do that? Why the fuck do we do that? That's dumb. We don't trust the government. Uh, check the polls, right? The data shows we don't trust the government, and yet we keep giving them power because we are scared of these invisible enemies, right? We bought into these invisible enemies, and we're scared of them, and we feel like, oh shit, I need the government to protect me. They, we don't. You don't need the government to protect you. They do a terrible job at it. Terrible. Terrible. Right? Um, you know, government bureaucrats are generally not very smart. Right? So, anyway, engineering thinking, entrepreneurial thinking, spiritual thinking, right? Like, what's true about humans? What's, what, is, what is our deepest truth? The deepest, our deepest truth is that we're creators. We are, we're, creative beings that are able to create our own reality, right? Our own lives. We don't need the government to give us anything. We each have the power within. We're each here for a reason. We're different. We have different reasons, different purposes, right? I'm here for a reason. You're here for a reason. I used to compare myself to against other, you know, entrepreneurs and SaaS founders and things like that, that were making way more money than me and way more successful in that term, in that sense. And then I would feel shitty. I'd feel bad. I'd be like envious. And then, you know, I would sleep terribly. And then I woke up and I realized, what the fuck are you doing? You're here to do something else. So sure, I'm, I have a SaaS company, but I'm not really about that. 
I'm about a great planetary change, a great planetary awakening. That's what I'm about. I'm about, I'm, in, I'm here to be a special advisor to the president of the United States, unconscious nation building. Why am I comparing myself to some SaaS founder that's just making software, right? I'm here to do something different. Who, who gives a fuck? Who cares that some people make more money than I do? There's always going to be people that make more money than I do. And so what? There's always going to be people that are better than me at something than, than others. Who cares? They have their lives to live. I have my life to live, right? That's spirituality. Stop fucking comparing yourself to other people. Just do your own life. Do you. What is your purpose? What are you here to do? Get busy working on that. And life is going to support you. The universe is going to support you. That's what I know to be true. That's the spiritual piece, right? So engineering, entrepreneurial, and spiritual thinking. Put those together and holy fuck, we can do some amazing shit here, right? And that's what I want to do with, with government from the inside of the government as the, pres the special advisor to the president. Like whichever president, I don't care. Whoever will have me do this work, I'll work with them. And yeah, so people wake up. Wake up, realize that the people in charge don't know what the fuck they're doing and they're not on your side. Nobody knows. Nobody gets this world. Nobody has the answers. We each have to find them for ourselves. We each have to take responsibility for our own lives. The government can't, you can't outsource it to anyone. You can't outsource it to the government. You can't outsource it to your teacher. You can't outsource this to your coaches or your mentors or your guides or your personal trainers or your doctors or, or your, the media or anyone else. You can't. You can't. I'm sorry. It's just the way it works. Grow up. Grow up. Right? No one's in charge. No one knows what the fuck they're doing. The parents are not here. The parents, your parents are not the geniuses that you thought they were growing up. Right? We grow up thinking that our parents are like the best, the smartest people in the world. Then we grow up and then we realize, eh, they have their flaws too, right? That's the case with everyone in the world, right? So if you still live under the assumption that like whoever it is, politicians, media, figures, um, thought leaders, Oprah, any of these people that you look to that they know what the fuck they're talking about, they don't. They're not on your side. They have their own interests, right? They have their own biases, their own views. Me too. Don't trust me. Don't trust me. Find your own truth. Find your own path. Look for answers yourself. Take responsibility. Question your beliefs. Question your thoughts. Question your perception of reality. Right? Question the stories you tell yourself. Question everything. It's not dangerous. It really isn't. It might feel that way because you have identity tied up into it. Right. Oh, this is who I am. This is who I am. Well, who knows? You can be a different person today than you are, were yesterday. You'd be a different person tomorrow. It's fine. Who you are is your pure awareness. Right? You're who witnesses everything. You're eternal. You, you can't die. You, never, you were never born. You will never die. That's who you are, your eternal soul. The witness, the, the awareness that witnesses everything. That's the truth of who you are. That's the truth of who you are. You're not your thoughts, you're not your name, you're not your body, you're not your life, you're not your religion, you're not none of that. You're not your accomplishments. None of that. It's not who you are. You're an energy, your soul, your life, your consciousness. That's who you are. To question everything else. Question everything else. All right. That's it for today. Have a good one, guys.
Love you all. Take care.